John. We'd like to welcome you out this this evening. Uh, hope it finds you well. If you lost this evening, you can be saved. If you backslid, you can get right this evening. If you walk with the Lord, you can get a little closer to Him. I thought this evening when we was headed over here, I thought, man, I hope uh, the message may reach somebody. I know I'm the least among the least to preach, but maybe if the message, the Lord will convict your heart, maybe you can find a prayer place and whatever's going on in your life, you can find the Lord. Maybe the message will be a help to you this evening. I'd like to, before we go any further, I'd like to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. Thank you, God, for dying on the cross. Thank you for saving our soul. Thank you, God, for the many blessings you've given us. God, I thank you for this another day to come over to the radio broadcast and proclaim your gospel one more time. God, I thank you for the stirring we feel in our heart, God. I thank you for continuing to stir our heart and our life. I pray if there's any loss, Lord, any backslid, Lord, any unconcerned, God, that you convict their hearts, convict their lives, Lord, and their hearts would break before you, God, and they'd give their lives to you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for this day. In your holy name I do most humbly pray. Amen. Amen. If you got your Bibles in the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 47. Bible says in the first verse, Afterward he brought me again unto the door of the house, and behold waters issued from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward and led me about the way without uh, the utter gate by the way that looked eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. And again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters where to the loins. Afterward, he measured a thousand and it was a river that I could not pass over. For the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. In the book of Second uh, Peter, he said this, you therefore, beloved, seeing that you seeing you know these th- uh, these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be uh, be glory both now and forever. Amen. If I had a thought this evening to preach, be on control. I thought how many times situations we get in, no matter, uh, I don't know about in the job place or whether storms come or whatever's going in our life, I always want to have control. I want to feel like I've got full control over the situation and it may not go uh, outside of my way. But when I got saved, there was a time I had to let go of myself and fall into the Lord. And I thought about this this evening. The day I got saved, when I come down that aisle, headed to the altar, I felt like I always described it. I felt like I was floating. I felt like I had no control. But the Lord just picked us up and floated us right down to His fountain, right down to His salvation. And I thought about how many times in my life, throughout my life, things come in my life and seem like I see and try to take control of our life. Or the things going on in our life try to take control of our life. 
life. But I can tell you this this evening. There's a holy water that's leading us this evening. And the deeper we get, the better off we'll be. I thought about this, and this may sound foolish this evening or carnal, but I thought about when we go down there to the beach, we've all went down there to the waters. Down there at the beach. I thought about how when I go down there, I like to sit my chair right on the edge and just feel the waters come up against my feet. And I like to watch them others go out there real deep and let them do those things. But I like to just sit right there and watch the waters go and come forth. And I thought about how many times in my spiritual life, how many times I find myself satisfied just sitting on the edge. I feel in the waters just barely cool my feet. How many times I want to just sit on the edge and not get no closer this evening. I see those ones that's letting the waters carry them back and forth. And how many times I've told my wife, I say, I just wish I'd get one of them boards. Go way out there deep and let the waters just carry me. But I seem like I just sit right there. How many times I come into the house or I'm content just sitting on the edge. I'm just getting a little bit of the edge and not getting out there deep. Oh, but how much better it is when we float a little bit over. But the problem is we want too much control when the water gets up at our waist and we can feel it start taking over. We want to back up. We want to not let go a little further. But oh, how better it is when we just get down there and oh, when it's over our head, we can't even feel the ground anymore. And the Lord done come taking over our life. Done taking over the service. Done taking over the storm. Whatever's going on in our life. And we feel like we're just swimming. And the Lord takes over. Floating us on down. His holy river this evening. How much better it is. Yeah. When we just let God take control. Thought about that old song, I'm wading through deep waters. It talks about when Moses was down there at the edge of the Red Sea. Pharaoh's army was after him. And how they just split the waters. And they was able to walk through on dry land. I don't believe there was a puddle. I don't believe there was anything like that through the middle of there. But God seemed fit to lead them through the waters. He seemed fit to lead them over to the other side. How many times when we seems like the temptations of the world and the evilness of the world seems like it's overpasses. It seems like the armies of the world has done encamped all around us. But it seems like every time God leads us down to His waters, opens them up and makes a way for us this evening. Ain't you glad when God takes over? Hey, I've thought about this how many times. I've been at the house and I've prayed over washing machines and dryers and things like that, the appliances, the finances, or whatever's going on in our life. How many times I've been over it, that's the Lord just take over. And how many times He showed up every time and just took control and took over. It'd be a lot better on us as Christians if we'd get out of the feet wetting business and get into God control business and let Him take over. 
full control in our life. How much better our life will be. We think how hard sometimes life can get. You let God take over and see what happens in your life this evening. You say, preacher, I've got children that are lost. How about it's about time we get out of the just the feet wetting business and let God have full control yeah. over our life. Preacher, we got family members that's lost. How about you let God get out, take over in your life and just start letting Him put your, all your focus on Him and see what He does in your life this evening. How many times I've been worried about things, worried about this and worried about that, and then what seems like God takes over this evening. I'll take this a step further this evening. Over at the church, we've been having some good meetings and people have been using the altar and, and testifying and making their acknowledgments. And oh, how I've laughed with my heart full just seeing people trying to get a little closer to God. Let Him have a little bit more control in their life. Young lady stood up Sunday morning down there to church and she talked about how she was fixing to go to college and how she wouldn't be able to be around the church much. And she was talking about how she was praying the Lord just take over her fears. And I thought, what better place to take over and give your life to God? I did in the altar of prayer how much we ponder on the things of life. We want success in this world. But I'll tell you this, no matter what comes, no matter what happens, it's all best when we give it to God and we let have God have full control in our life this evening. How you say, preacher, I've been sitting waiting on the Lord to take control. How about it's time we move towards God and see what He'll do if we move to God, He'll move closer to us this evening. Amen. It's all about us wading a little deeper. Yeah. That song talked about Peter when he was walking on the water. He said, Lord, I'm sinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's reached up and God got him by the hand and pulled him out. Uh-huh. How many times I've found myself sinking. How many times I've failed God. Yet every time when I reach back to Him, He's already got my hand and pulling me up this evening. we got to look towards Him and everything that's going on in our life. The good times, the bad times. We must look to Him. I thought about when Noah was over there and the Bible talks about when the waters began to come and the waters began to rise. The Bible says the waters was clear over the mountaintops. I tell you this this evening. I would long spiritually to see that place where the water raises me up so high and I let loose so control of the waters to take over me that would just come play out the mountaintop and see what God can do and lose sight of this old wicked world and catch a glimpse of Him sitting on the throne this evening. How great it would be. See that sight floating on top of the mountains. Caleb talked about one place. He said, talked about how he had got up in age. He said, there was one mountain we seeked out when we were just spies. He said, I ain't hit that top, that mountain top yet, but I'm seeking for it. And I ain't going to quit till I find it again. 
How many times that one at one place in our life we are so close to God, so close to His church, so close and so so faithful to Him? How about we just got us a chair and found ourselves at the water's edge? I tell you this: we are to long to hit that mountaintop again, long to hit that plateau again. But I tell you this: I long to get a little higher than that, a little up farther than that, and just see what's on that other side. And when he takes us sober and we get a little higher yeah. than we ever been when we let God control our life this evening. Praise his name. Hey, it's a lot better when we let him control it. It's a lot better when we just yeah. get up higher than we ever had and just flow with God. They say in the book Amen. of Revelation tells us in the last chapter how that there's a river flowing forth from the throne of God. Amen. I'm convinced that's the same river I'm talking about. Amen. The same river Ezekiel saw. Amen. And it's just drawing me closer to him. To that day when I flow right up to the feet of Jesus Christ. Because of the day that I gave him full control. Over my life, it's changed my world. It's oh, it's changed my life. It'll change yours if you give him full control. Hallelujah! And full control will do you some good this evening. Amen. Full control. Imagine Ezekiel when he got in there, and the water touched his feet. Feeling he had his life, and the Lord led him a little further to his knees, a little bit to his waist. For long, he said he was swimming in it. Could you imagine Ezekiel over there floating? Oh man, he probably—I I don't know this. The scripture doesn't say this, but I just picture he was probably just shouting, and lost sight of the things that was going on round about him, lost sight of the things that was going on in his life. And him and Lord just had him a spell over there. Ain't you glad the times when God leads us out a little further and we can just catch a spell and forget about all the wickedness that's burning down around us and we can see a glimpse of the other side. See a glimpse of what he brought us through when he saved our soul from hell. This, You know what's amazing to me? I want to say this this evening. It amazes me how many people will tell you that they're saved. They love the Lord and they're members of the church. How about what you talk about missing hell? People just don't get excited anymore. That ought to float us a little deeper down the river. He saved us from hell this evening. An eternal pit of destruction. An eternal pit of ruin. An eternal pit of penalty for our sins. He saved us from that. Put us in a better life. In a better walk. Why must we live in the world when God's got control of our life. People say, I can live like I want to, still serve God. I say, bully wash. I see too many people. I see too many people that come to church just to get people off their back to quit inviting them to church. I see too many people that come to church every so often and I'll tell my wife I said it seems like they just try to get their feet wet and make them feel better about what they're living like in the world that ain't how Christ set up this Christian walk he set it up for us to be fully immersed yeah (laughs) there's a reason why when we go down in the watery grave 
the preacher fully immerses us under that water. Yeah. It's caused Christ fully immersed us in the blood. And if we're going to be fully immersed in the blood, if we're going to be fully immersed in the church, yeah. we ought to live like it. We are to walk like it. We are to talk. Hey, I'm going to say this. We are to go to church like it. We are to open up our life for God's control in everything we do because He saved us from that awful pit this evening. We are to give it our all. I thought about this when I was a kid. Brother Kevin Brooks was my pastor. And we, we was in the choir and we sung a song, God's got the whole world in His hands. And I'll never forget, I don't remember if it was Sunday morning, I don't remember if it was a Sunday night, but I think my mom was leading the choir, the youth choir at that time. We added us another verse that's on. We got up that night and we began to go through how much, what all God's got in His hands. He's got this whole world. He's got us. He's got everything. We got down to the end. We tagged our end verse and we began to sing, He's got Brother Kevin in His hands. And I'll never forget, I, I was no, I was not uh, sh- shied away or hid away from old-fashioned worship and shouting, but I'll never forget this day when Brother Kevin come off that pew of shouting and praising the Lord. And at that time, I wasn't saved, and I always wondered, why was he acting like that? Yeah. And it always stuck out to me, and it still sticks out to me today. But you know what? I've now, after being saved for nearly 16 years, I've found out what he's uh, shouting about, yeah. Brother James. He's shouting about how, how the Lord's, how much the Lord's got control of our life. When the times when we lay down on our pillow and we didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring. Hey, God had us in His hands. Hey, hey, when we laid our head down on our pillow and we didn't know where our next paycheck was going to come from or the food was going to come from, He had us in our hands. Praise the Lord this evening. Had those nights when I laid on my pillow and I prayed over my family and I prayed the Lord would send me a wife and send me children. I didn't know what what the Lord was going to bless me with, but I knew he had me in his hands, and now on down the road, how blessed I am, how much further we are down the road, because God's got us in his hands, every time we've messed up on God, how many times, oh, we've walked through this life away from God, but yet we realize he still had us in his hands this evening. He's still carrying us. Yeah. He's still walking with us. I sure am glad he's got me in his hands. Yeah, me too. But I'm kind of like when Jeremiah saw it when he took him down into the potter. He is molding the clay. Sometimes my pieces become fragile and break off. But you know what? Them hands still ain't left the wheel. Yeah. They still ain't left that clay. Yeah. I'm thankful his hands are still on us, Brother John. Mm-hmm. His sand's still molding us. Yeah. No matter what comes, no matter what happens, God still got me in His hands. Amen. We sing that song a lot at High Point. Do you know how it feels? And it talks about do you know how it feels when you lay your head on your pillow at night mm-hmm. and know that everything's all right? Amen. It's because God's got control of my life. Yes. You know, I thought about this. I've watched people be controlled by alcohol. I've watched people be controlled by drugs. Mm-hmm. How much of a destruction it left in their life. 
But I've also watched people that live their life being controlled by God. How much better of a testimony, how much better of a life they had. I think about some of them heroes that's done going on that was in my life that I watched them live through church faithfully and gave everything they had to the church. And I believe when they died, if you could have talked to them, they probably would have told you it was well worth it. It was well worth it. But I know this. Every dope head and every alcoholic I've ever talked to, they look you in the eye and say, just, it just ain't worth it. It just ain't worth it. Yeah. The amount of pain this world brings, the amount of pain the control of this world has on people's life, it just ain't worth it. It just ain't Amen. this evening. But it's every bit worth it when we give full control yeah. over to God this evening. Brother John,